Let's welcome to Radar and Michelle Acourt in the Auckland huh? studio. Kia ora korua. Kia ora. I'm still looking at photos of Michelle upside down. I know. It's exciting. He said, what's that sport called? I said, yoga. Yeah. Hey. Oh, and now I'm really tired in my arms. Well, you were telling me that you've were re- that you know, you've been working on your core strength, so I just thought yeah. I'd show you. I've been you shoveling that. gravel. Yeah, Like nice. some kind of navvy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even bought a special flat uh, gravel shoveling shovel. Wow. You know, one of the, so I can shovel the gravel don't more you, effectively. Don't you love a, 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 a chore that you have to do that you oh, can yeah. get a new tool oh, Well, I'm for, a man and I'll go and buy a new tool for mm, literally any purpose. What are you um, doing with the gravel? Just spreading it. Okay. On top right. of other gravel. Okay. I see the point. <laughs> cover mud. Uh, you know. Anyway. Are you getting ready for the apocalypse? Is that to uh, soak up? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've been boring everybody. I'm listening to a, 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 an audio book on the Little Ice Age in the mid-1600s when a third of the world's population died and there was floods and famine and pestilence and endless, endless war. And I've got to stop listening to it because it's just like a precursor to now. It sounds very familiar. Yeah, I need to cheer up. Yeah, cheer yeah. up. We, yeah. well, we can do that for you. Let's do it. Let's do it with some chooks. I love a chicken. I do Particularly, too. we talked about bachelor's handbag the other day. Love it. Yeah, uh, love a bachelor's handbag. This is pre-bachelor mm-hmm. and pre-handbag. Yes. Um, um, Bostock uh, Brothers award-winning, sustainable chicken, delightful. Free-range organic. They'd run around in the orchard, these little chickens, and now bespoke music courtesy of the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra. Uh, I, I would love to have been there for their recital it of Chook Symphony number number one. Um, it's it wasn't actually Beethoven. Hen. Good one. I Did you make that up? No, I think it was in the story. But um, <laughs> it was composed. I should have. It was composed by a charming man called Hamish Oliver. It was inspired by Bach, and I thought that was kind of cute because you know Bach is generally mortally dangerous to chooks, but in this case, they love a bit of Bach if it doesn't come from a dog. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It's terrible. It's a long bow you're drawing. Uh, you Thank could you. play a viola with it. Um, oh, <laughs> I don't even know. I'd be too too cello. I, I, I used to play the cello, was. but then I just got too chicken. Anyway, carry on with the story. You don't. You're not, you're <laughs> not approving of any of these puns. I, I'm, I'm loving them so much for many other reasons. Um, but they thought Baroque. Is it Baroque? Yeah, yes. Baroque is good. Um, the trumpet imitates the chicken. The oboe and the bassoon are the cluckiest of the wind instruments. And there's actually been a lot of research, um, both official and unofficial, around the effects. Um, the beneficial effects of classical music on chickens. Yeah, they love it. They Well, all animals apparently enjoy classical music, but chickens particularly find Baroque music appealing. It's the sort of ornate, chooky cluckiness of yeah. it that, that appeals. And it was really nice because um, the guy who, uh, Hamish Oliver, the composer, uh, who I have mentioned, uh, kept uh, checking in with the chooks that what he was composing for them they really enjoyed, and they did. How like could they, he tell? Because they uh, settled in a circle around the uh, the performers, the musicians. and like and If we're looking for trees. omens of the end times, yes. I reckon that's 1A. If you're somewhere and birds settle in a circle around you, I've seen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm deeply uncomfortable. Like, And you can never tell. Like, I've owned chickens, and you, they're a hard bird to gauge and emotional. Do you think? Easier than a reptile. Yes. I don't know if reptiles have emotions. No, I don't know whether they do. That's all they have. It's like survival and that's it. Yeah. But it's really nice. I mean, this is such a great thing for the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra um, to to widen its audience. They said that they don't know that anybody has ever composed a piece of music specifically for chooks before. And they have researched that exhaustively and uh, didn't come up with... 
Yeah. For those of you who are thinking, I wonder if I can find this particular piece of music, you might be sitting on the toilet later in the day. You've got some spare time mm. on your hands. Google it. Grab your phone um, and and see if you can't... Lay an egg. Lay, well, yes. Although, um, of course... You lay know, it again, oh, Sam. Lay it again. Oh, oh yay. Oh. Catherine, join in. Thank you. This is- <laughs> I love it. It's so great. I love it. Hey, because um, there's been a study that's come out that said uh, physically dangerous to use your phone on the toilet, not simply because your phone will become un- unhygienic, and it is apparently the surface of a phone more unhe- unhygienic than a seat on a public toilet. I don't know. I, I, can't, I, don't know. I, can't, I can't work that out. Do, I read that this morning, though, and I've cleaned my phone three times, so yeah. I'm, I'm doing my best. Um, but you run the risk of, of toilet based injuries from <laughs> of, of hemorrhoids and ruptures and other associated fundamentally because it just keeps you there for too long but, but isn't it just sitting well I think it might be that like you, if you're straining you yes yeah, so I think once you're sitting on the toilet you are straining its stool I believe is the medical yeah, is it? description is of it, it? Yeah, you I google that can, yeah. <laughs> how is this different though from the good old pile of Nat Geo I magazines know. Oh, you know, classic. I used to I say know. my father used to sit in the loo for hours it was the only I place know, he got right? in peace he could lock the door he could pretend we weren't there it's totally. just a safe space some people nice people would have a basket of uh, books and magazines for you to read while you were in, yeah. the, in the bathroom yeah. it's just polite I tell you what, it is less dangerous than putting your phone in your back pocket and then undoing your jeans and sitting down. Oh, it goes straight down. Straight down the toilet. Yeah. And then you run that, then you have that thing of going, do I get it out? Yeah, well, yes. But, and then, okay. Oh, I see. How, how at what point of the procedure? Well, straight away, probably, fall, instinctively, it just grab in. it. I mean, and it's then still, it's. You haven't done anything yet. You've just. Yeah. Anyway, great. <laughs> um, can I, in that story, can I just, just side note? Um, a thing called toilet bloom that I have never heard of. Oh, before. haven't you? No. Yeah. I I don't. I want to unknow this. So, but the only way I can feel good about it is if everybody else knows. So the the story is a scientist says so it must be true uh, that when you flush the toilet, there's this sort of cloud of bacteria that comes into the atmosphere, and if your toilet happens to be not in its own room but in a bathroom, off, off, off very modern they all often are open plan yeah. scenario where you might keep your toothbrush. Yeah. Then the bacteria will settle on your toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> we need a bit glee, of bacteria the in our and the, lives, and the disgust, Michelle. Uh, sorry, Catherine. What was we that? We need a bit of bacteria in our lives, people. We're Not so that much, though. You don't actually want poo on your toothbrush. <laughs> you want, if, you, if you were to listen to my book, The Global, Global Crisis, the um, you know, the Little Ice Age in the 16th century, you you wouldn't be wanting any more bacteria. But none that because there is a there is a real trend these days. You put the toilet in the in the bathroom, and yeah. often right next to where you put your head in the bath, I, they don't even put up the little wall. Right, it's one of my little pet peeves. I don't want to have a bath with my head close to where the toilet is in case of bloom. I see, I see, I see. Not that anyone's point. using the toilet <laughs> no. while I'm in the bath. No. Probably. Well, well that's the lowest of the low, that is, isn't mm. it? Yeah. I'll just yeah. pop in. I won't look. Oh, pop yeah, in. yuck. Go look, while away. we're on the subject. <laughs> yes. I love jewellery. I'm, ah, I'm a fan yes. uh, of jewellery. I like an odd uh, an odd use of different materials. Do you like a statement piece? I do. <laughs> There are statements, and then there are statements. Um, there was a woman, and there is a no. There is a delicate way of saying this. She she had been on holiday to a place where giraffes are Kenya. in Africa, Kenya, yeah. and she had looked at some giraffe feces, <laughs> and rather than thinking, "Wow, how close to nature am I?" She went, "I can be closer. Mm-hmm. I could wear that 
as a necklace, and she declared mm. it as she came back into the States. Have you anything to declare? Yes, I've got a tiny box of draft poo that I'm intending to turn into a statement necklace. And what would the statement be? It would be, ooh, yuck, I think. Well, I'm guessing you're probably going to polyurethane it. I don't know. She's got form. She um, <laughs> she went to uh, Canada once and brought home some moose poo, and she's got a necklace out of moose poo, So, which is an interesting approach to souvenir shopping, don't she, you feel? Because you've got to drill a hole through it, I guess, to put the chain on yes. or the whatever you're using you, you and like the consistency it. you know um and then you so do you I think do you, you coat some, it i think you get some do you dip blood. it in some stuff yes. you know resin, um, a resin. resin a resin yeah. and then drill it well even so you would still be breaking through the resin and so you would get to- toilet bloom coming yes because the little chain would be going you can't resin inside the Unless you were to put a tiny little bit of pipe through it. This is like a craft show. I know. I love it. Apparently she could uh, have incurred uh, African swine fever, classical swine fever, Newcastle disease, foot and mouth disease, and swine vesicular disease. So they've taken taken the poo away. I don't even know what swine vesicular disease is, but I tell you what, as soon as I've got a little bit of spare time in my safe space, I'm going to Google that. (laughs) You're going to lock the door. I'm going to lock the door and just find out what that is. Oh, it's a lovely story. It is. Uh, uh, well, no. No, you go. Oh, well, I was just going to... I quite like the story about the woman who uh, whose boyfriend is allergic to her. Is he? Is he not? Is he? I want her to see a movie called He's Just Not That Into You. So there's a woman who's in a long-distance relationship, red flag, uh, with a man, and she, they only see each other every two to three months, uh, but has allergic reactions when she is around, started on their second date, and now... Every time she goes to visit him, like she's doing all the non-allergenic, she doesn't wear perfume, she's careful with what her clothes are washed in. First couple of days, everything's fine. Third day, suddenly, um, he appears to have some kind of rash. She might need a sweat transplant. We did this interview recently with an expert on how humans sweat and why we sweat. We're quite unique. We sweat like no other animal because they've all got hair and stuff and they pant and they just stay out of the sun. Uh But, But this dude actually had a sweat transplant. He got his... Because she sort of swapped her bacteria with his. This is the underarm bits. This is way too much detail. Anyway, okay, he got an old t shirt. We've just been talking and about. He, he got poo. an old t shirt and he reinstituted his own sweat thingies. His own what, sweat just via the medium of a t shirt? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So what is that? We should share clothes? Because this is a real bacterial thing. Should we share clothes then so that we've all got a mingling of each other's. A, pheromones and B, bacteria? How, met, how does it work? I've met some people I don't want to share Oh, yeah, with. no, no. I just figured he was allergic to commitment, and that that's was the problem. highly that possible, the... actually, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think that's actually what is going well, on. Well, once every two or three months, you know. I mean, he's on a, he's on a good wicket, don't yeah. you think? <laughs> she turns up every couple of months, and a couple of days, and then the allergy blossoms. And she's obviously... Yeah. <laughs> Cleaning, like I admire his dedication as well. Like know, you know, great. Uh, he he's may sticking be, with it. He, he really is. Good for him. Go and listen Whatever to some works for you. chicken music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might need some of that this weekend. To Radar Michelle, a court. Thanks so much for your time.